At Parker, our purpose is simple. We want to make the world a better place. By working more efficiently. By using more sustainable practices. By developing better technologies. We keep moving forward. With each new idea, innovation, and partnership, we're one step closer to fulfilling our purpose every single day. To find out more, visit parker.com slash purpose. Parker, engineering your success. If you're a woman over 40 dealing with hot flashes, insomnia, brain fog, moodiness, or weight gain, you don't have to accept it as just another part of aging. The experts at Midi Health know all these symptoms can be connected to the hormonal changes of menopause. And MIDI can help with safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of MIDI patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Welcome to the Sif Spoil. We are going to give all the hanging threads, romances, jokes, Easter eggs, cameos, deaths, resurrections, and post-credit sequences. Nothing matters. <laughs> for uh, everything, everywhere, all at once. Um, what should we talk about first? Um, the rocks. <laughs> uh, yeah. So of the of the different multiverses, I think the rocks were uh, a favorite uh, yeah. of the people that we went to see the movie with. <laughs> They're all in. I mean, Rakakui is. Or is it Rakakui or Rakakuni? I think no, it's, it's Rakakui because I think it's Rakakui. The other word is is extremely offensive in England, at least. So well, it's no, no, be it's, it's extremely, it's extremely. Okay. But I mean, not when it's part of raccoon. Like I mean, no, it's, it's, it's correct. It's, I just think if you're going to merge some words, that's probably one they would avoid. I do think it's Rakakui, but it was interesting yeah. because I, I saw some uh, memes that definitely said Rakakuni. So, oh, really? That's interesting. Yeah. So I, I mean, I mean need to get some clarification on that yeah. but i thought it was rakakui i thought that Which was makes hilarious. more sense it sounds better as well <clears throat> i, I it agree flows i 100 agree 100 yeah. agree the rocks rakakui um then there was the hot dog fingers uh-huh. those are probably the three most weird ones yeah and that's where i wanted it to get weirder because i was like cool what's next but i, I how guess does it it's... get much weirder than the rocks <laughs> and the rocks like kind of sums up the entire film as well it's like don't worry about it chill it's fine just enjoy the scenery like stop over and analyzing why you're a rock and uh-huh. why things didn't work out. Uh-huh. Because Michelle Yeoh character is like, we've got to do something. Like, should we go over there? I was like, nah, mm-hmm. just kind of watch everything. Right. One of the uh, the the many universes where life didn't develop. Yes. And uh, the line was, I think there are many more of these than anything else. Yes. It's like, oh man, <laughs> it's just like all the different ways this movie hits you with your absolute finiteness. Yeah. Uh, in unimportance is is really interesting. The fact that you probably shouldn't have happened. <laughs> the uh, yeah. So I really feel like the the rocks was the one for me that was just like so interesting and so out Mm. there and so like there's no way to make it make sense like if they truly are rocks how are they you know they're obviously uh, psychokinetic rocks they have to be um they have some sort of psychokinetic powers so not only did they land in a universe where there's no life but there are psychokinetic rocks uh that they can inhabit yeah (laughs) uh but because it's a metaphor you just kind of go with it and it's just, it's so funny what this movie does. Um, 
so yeah, starting with the rocks is a good place. Mm-hmm. Uh, the the interesting thing for me is like if you look at those three alternate universes, and I'm trying to were there others that weren't as weird uh, alternate universes aside from the she was rich, the one where she was a a, chef. A, a, an actor. Well, the chef was oh no, that was Rakikui, yeah. So the one where she was an actor, never got married, never had her daughter, yeah, like was super quote unquote successful, mm-hmm. but was finding her way uh, back to him in some regards. Um, there were some that, that were just a couple of variations on the life she was already leading, but I think like the, the invasion hadn't happened just right. yet, or some the her daughter Joy wasn't in control, right? Just yet. Um, there was one. There was definitely one where she learned like pinky foo, like yes. where she like you know it was a, a universe where she was a you know a kung fu uh, master mm-hmm. uh, that had developed the strength of the pinky. Well, that, that escalated, didn't it? Because it was, first it was just Kung Fu, and then it was exactly the same montage, but it ends with just a pinky mm-hmm. and having a massive bicep. Right. So, I don't know if that's, like, kind of shifted into, like, par- is the whole film parody? Is some of it parody? No. Sort of satire, some of it? Uh, satire, maybe. Yeah. You might be able to call it satire, but it's it's more, if it is, it's satirical metaphor, mm. um, because this this isn't satire is usually taking something that is true and exists and then just over exaggerating it yeah you know uh this really is much more being fantastical mm. and i think we're supposed to believe that you know the multiverse thing is uh real in this way or that it's making some sort of overarching point about multiverses mm. um i think it's just trying to tie it's using the multiverses to help her explore it's almost like the multiverses are her therapy. Mm-hmm. That at, makes a lot of sense. As she's trying to explore what it means to be, and again, I need to see this three more mm-hmm. times probably. Yeah. But as she explores what it means to be a mother, what it means to be a spouse, what it means to be a human, what it means mm-hmm. to love, um, you know, she is dealing in the quote unquote real world, I think if we're supposed to believe it, with midlife crisis. She's mm-hmm. dealing with paying bills. She's dealing with what if, you know, uh, I'm, I'm not attracted to this man anymore. I don't mm-hmm. see any life in him. She's dealing with why is my daughter rebelling? Uh, she's dealing with my cultural understandings of sexuality versus mm-hmm. what my daughter want, you know, is doing in her life. Like she's dealing with all these things. And then it's almost like the movie populates these multiverses and the sci-fi concept for her, her to individually mm-hmm. wrestle with those. So for in the, you know, for instance, in the, the hot dog fingers universe, she is literally wrestling with the idea of homosexuality. She's yeah. literally wrestling with the idea of can what does love look like what does love mean can love be beautiful in all its forms can Mm -hmm. love be beautiful when it's hot dog fingered people you know um (laughs) mashing their hot dog fingers together you know and then with mustard well in the mustard is is somewhat ejaculatory yes uh, is is kind of the idea Mm -hmm. that right like it's it's definitely a universe about sexuality it's about this idea um and yet it's so weird Uh right but because of that she finds empathy with her daughter so she Mm -hmm. finds a little bit of therapy there of understanding it's it doesn't have to be weird just because it's different it can still be beautiful and Mm. the movie makes this bold choice to make hot dog fingered people uh hot dog fingering each other uh this beautiful sensual thing and say look this this can be beautiful and so don't let your ideas of what you know relationship or love looks like Mm -hmm. keep you from understanding it can be different for someone else and so she learns that lesson there and then she's dealing with you know the ideas of 
um, I'm trying to think the the uh, Raka Kui, I think mm-hmm. is what we're going with. She's dealing with ideas of control there. Like mm. she wants to control her daughter. She wants her daughter to do the things she wants to do. And so she is on her daughter's head trying to pull her <laughs> daughter's hair. And, you know, the Ratatouille yeah. metaphor is a great metaphor for kind of what it's like to, to be a parent and want to control your yeah. children. And at the end, how does that one resolve? Well, she realized this is that sometimes it's better to be, to let the one you want to control control you because they know what they want and they know where they want to go and so she lets him on her shoulders to go find (laughs) his love which is a a raccoon uh you know a a chef raccoon it's like right so like for me like parsing what those you know what the therapy of those individual universes are Mm -hmm. and how she's learning um what matters what doesn't matter and that everything matters and that nothing matters Mm -hmm. and that's the that's the overarching theme and i think that's kind of the the everything bagel you know part of the universe is that her daughter she sees her daughter getting drawn into nihilism to nothing matters to mm. uh, why even care what's why the point existing. why bother existing all this kind of stuff mm. uh which i think is representative of uh you know uh, this generational <coughs> um kind of move towards you know for for my generation for you know some of us in the older generations we look at things like uh how prevalent depression is and anxiety Mm -hmm. is and we think well was it there when we were growing up and we just didn't see it was it something where you know we just kind of were able to put it more to the side than you know these new generations uh do and i think there is that wrestling of like you know uh, you know, why can't you find meaning in anything? Why can't you find, you know, these kind of things? And the ultimate point of the movie where she lets the bagel take her daughter. And again, correct me if I'm, cause there's a lot here and I may oh, be misremembering yeah. no, stuff, but if I'm fine. remembering correctly, she lets the bagel take her daughter and that is her ultimate lesson is letting go and yeah. that love is letting go. And then the movie makes the point to say when the daughter reaches back out from the void, that's where the you know that's where you can show strength you can and help them. but yeah. it has the reach out has to come from the person you love yeah. you, you can't force them to you know see it your way or agree with you or mm. you know love you in the same way you love them or whatever um love is in many ways a letting go and yeah. an understanding of you know i can't control another mm. you know human being in that way so no that's what i took from it as well and that you that scary part of letting go is what if they don't come back? What if they choose to stay in the bagel because the bagel is what they think they want? Mm-hmm. But that, um, and I, I think it kind of ends in the perfect way as well with just a spiral of just, yeah, everything matters, nothing matters. And were you talking? What, what, yeah. what, you, what were you saying? Yeah. Yeah. Um, and usually I don't like those types of endings because it's very. It's almost non-committal, isn't it? But mm-hmm. it's perfect for this film. Like it kind of it has to be. It's very you can take from this whatever you want to take. Yeah, yeah. I think uh, I think that's uh, that is the point. Is that uh, anything you take from this movie is uh, somewhat nebulous, mm-hmm. right? Like there's there's not a you know for so many movies and as a person who loves messages and themes you know i like locking in on something and being like this is what it's about and this is what it's trying to say and here's why i agree with that or here's why i disagree with that that kind of that kind of thing and this movie is just nebulous enough that it's saying believe what you want like find find your way to uh to peace contentment love Mm. these things um 
but don't think there's a magic answer or, you know, that, that anything is going to be a certain way, you know, because you've made these choices. Um, yeah, I think, I think the movie somehow, even though she does reach back out of the bagel, I think the movie is, is pretty comfortable with the idea that she might not, you know? And I think that is, that is ultimate love. Ultimate sacrifice is Mm. letting go in a way that's like, if, if you never come back, if you don't want to ever, understand me or be a part of me or yeah. whatever there's no um, obligation to do i love so. you enough to let you go yeah and that's so hard for for i think people to understand um but yeah so man what else oh boy um the obviously needs the the overarching conceit of the adventure and finding mm-hmm. the one and mm-hmm. it's it's strange, or it, I, I kind of really liked that the one was the person whose every decision had gone wrong, mm-hmm. and I was trying to work out what that what that really meant. That the her husband was coming from a different universe to mm-hmm. find her because she has the key to stopping this monster that mm-hmm. um, we eventually find out is is a form of her daughter, mm-hmm. um, and just like, yeah, everything that could have gone wrong in your life has gone wrong, and somehow that's made you the person that we need, like the most mm-hmm. malleable person, the one that has the least to lose, perhaps. Um, just imagine finding out that you're the one that made all the wrong decisions or that <laughs> everything kind of went sideways. Yeah. But I life is still okay. It's still, like, it's it's not like everything went completely wrong. Mm-hmm. She still has a husband, family, job, has to, obviously has to pay her taxes and everything, but... It could have been worse. But isn't that kind of the point of the movie, too, is that the human tendency is to look around and go, oh, I blew it. Mm. You know, uh, how much better would this life be if I made these decisions or yeah. to play the what if game? Right. Mm-hmm. And it's such a dangerous game. And what this movie seems to be saying is it's a dangerous game because n- it doesn't matter. Like any other life you choose has its own what yeah. ifs. Any other decisions you make also come with what ifs and none of it changes your value none of it changes mm-hmm. you know um the in, intrinsic humanness of being human like none of that is is changed by the decisions you make so you can look around and go oh if i had gone this direction maybe i'd be wealthy mm-hmm. if i had gone this direction um you know maybe i would uh, have a uh, better love life yeah. or if i had gone this direction you know whatever the case may be and the movie seems to be saying, yeah, maybe, but who cares? Yeah. You and know, even like, when she's famous and super successful, she's still battling with pretty mm-hmm. much the same issues, the same problems of loneliness mm-hmm. and yeah. this never happened. I never had a never had a child, never had a family. Yeah. So but when, yeah, you think so it, when you say that, it almost, uh, you know, in, uh, we're assuming you've seen the movie if you're listening to the spoilers, but maybe if you haven't, but it almost makes it sound a little too uh, kind of simplistic, like mm-hmm. a little too been there like there are many movies who have have weathered the the ground of you know uh going a different route and still being disappointed that kind of stuff but there's something about this one that just it feels everything feels more nuanced Mm -hmm. than that um so when she's in that world it it both is like yes these are missing parts of uh you know what might have been that i might miss but it's Mm -hmm. also like this is kind of awesome. You know yeah. what I mean? Like there's 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 a willingness to understand it's not better or worse, it's just different. different. Yeah, absolutely. 
And that's so hard for us to, because we conceptualize things as better or worse. If I had mm-hmm. gone this way, it would be better for me. Things yeah. would be better. Objectively, there has to be a difference between these two. There has to be a preference. Right. And how do you define that? And the movie says you can't. Mm-hmm. And that yes, it would be different, but there's no way to say whether it would be mm-hmm. better or worse. You can talk about maybe having more pain or more pleasure, mm-hmm. but that doesn't necessarily equate to better or worse, depending on how you want yeah. to look at it. And there are... We know that there are way too many examples of people who have all the money in the world mm-hmm. who just feel like nothing matters, like just feel like it doesn't yeah. matter. Once you have that amount, there is no pursuit. There is, right. everything loses meaning. There's no right. desire to get everything because you, yeah. you can have it. Brain fog, insomnia, moodiness, weight gain. Maybe you think they're just part of getting older, but Mini Health understands that for women over 40, they can all connect to menopause. It's at the root of dozens of symptoms we experience, not just hot flashes. Midi clinicians are menopause experts offering safe, effective, FDA-approved solutions covered by insurance. 91% of Midi patients get relief from symptoms within just two months. Book your virtual visit today at joinmidi.com. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Um, I think the, the I want to dig into like the formatting choices as well. So I love what they did with some of the subtitles. So when she split between two universes mm-hmm. and that they even carry that through the subtitles mm-hmm. as well, they're being split and you can't read them. Um, I, I love when uh, movies play with that. Mm-hmm. But the did you ever get to the bottom of the aspect ratio? No. And, no, I, and I, I think I, we'll have to watch it again probably. My instinct is that it says something about the universes we're in. Um, but what's interesting is I think a majority of the movie is in... Uh, the okay, so it's hard to explain. So, forgive me if I'm not saying these right, but there's like sixteen nine, which is like your television is yep. like a sixteen nine, and then there's like two thirty three one, I think it is, mm-hmm. which is most movies, which is more like a cinematic. It's a little bit thinner, yeah, you know, kind of thing. So this is like cinematic. Mm-hmm. Uh, screen is open, and then there for most of the normal world. It is a cinematic ratio, but within yes. the cinematic screen. So yeah. there's black bars all around, mm-hmm. all four corners. Um, and I think that is probably, if I were to take a guess without watching it again, represent representative of that feeling of there's always got to be something more. Mm-hmm. Like this, there's got to be more to my world than yeah. just this normal. I want more. And so then when it goes to other universes, it does expand. It's usually a 16.9, so it doesn't quite mm-hmm. fill up the, the whole 23... Two, three, three, one. Yeah. Um, so there's still black bars on bars on the side, but it fills up more of the you know um, up and down spaces. Uh, there are a couple times it's more four by three. There are a couple like kind of television ratio. Mm-hmm. Um, I think the Rock Universe is actually yeah, four by three. I could be, be I could be wrong about that, um, and that might be a choice of just there's more uh, solidness here, mm-hmm. stability here. This is more you know. Um, it's definitely a choice, mm-hmm. and I'm sure the filmmaker. I'm not sure. Sometimes it's just this looks better. Yeah, but the, I would imagine <clears throat> it had to be a a conscious choice of trying to communicate some sort of emotion yeah. for each of these universes or worlds. So 
No, I just wanted to make a movie about sausage finger love. That was it. <laughs> I really wanted to come out and say, you know what? Take what you want from it, but I really just like the sausage finger idea. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, probably that. That Rakakui puppet, man. Oh, it's so good. Because it starts with them just... I love that it's being... all practical, by the way. Oh, yeah, that's incredible. Yeah. But it starts them just, like, doing stuff in the... in serving on like the hibachi and just being really really talented and something feels really familiar and then when she goes into the kitchen and it's like no no no, this is very very familiar and they just unveil it there's uh-huh. no there's no subtext there it's just yeah, yeah. no no we're doing it we're, do- we're yeah. doing ratatouille yeah. with a raccoon uh the movie rolls credits in the mm-hmm. middle at one point because i think it's oh, the universe where she is the actor um and never got married and somehow that movie is the movie that they're watching, watching. which looks like one of so one of the multiverses. Yeah, was the movie they they were watching. Mm-hmm. I think it was like a kung fu movie. Which, yeah, I mean, I th- my instinct is that is you know much more M- Michelle Yeoh's actual life. You know, oh yeah, I mean, for it's sure. Definitely, it uses actual red carpets yeah, and all those kind of things. Yeah, uh, it must be her. so interesting for her to go through this as a what if. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I don't know. I don't know if there's anything. I mean, we could talk more about the everything bagel, which is hilarious uh, to use an everything bagel as everything uh, Mm -hmm. in nothing in the void. (laughs) Um, She's making a black hole. Mm, Not really. No, I can see why you think that. Yeah. There's something I don't I don't I hesitate to even say it, but I wonder if you pick up on the same. There's something very um, sphinctery about the whole everything mm-hmm. bagel whole black yeah. hole like mm-hmm. there's like the butthole of the universe yeah yeah kind of thing going on. Mm-hmm. i don't i don't know if that was intentional but there were times of like you're styling that yeah a that's... little bit interesting uh-huh. <laughs> it's first uh, well i guess does everything hmm yeah there's some stuff to unpack if that's the case <laughs> <laughs> well i mean if if you're thinking like you know life is crap like yeah. you know you know everything is poop mm-hmm. you know like then you're there's some some nihilistic meaning there yeah um and 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 feces has for many many years been a philosophical understanding of the reality of humanity you yeah. know uh, everybody poops is a children's book you know yeah. and that's that's like it's one of those things we want to act like we're you know these philosophical wonderful people and then just feces comes out of us animals. we are like sacks of feces that have to put you know what i mean like yeah, 100%. so so that has definitely been a, yeah. a philosophical uh you know kind of staple over the years do you think the overall message of the movie is a positive one or is it just is it not meant to be anything is it just this is the world like i said in the show proper um i i really feel like it's a lot like the matrix where it just it wants to give you the opportunity to lay your own philosophical mm-hmm. leanings on it. So yeah. as an optimist myself, I actually do come away from this this movie with optimism about what it means to be a human, mm-hmm. uh, what love is in the world, those kind of things. But I think this movie makes it very easy to lay your own philosophical yeah. leanings and tendencies on top of it because it gives you everything. It gives you everything everywhere all at once. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you know, I, I think because of that, uh, there may be a little bit of thematic confirmation bias, uh, yeah, if that makes possibly. any, any yeah. kind of sense. Um, but for me, yeah, no, I, I found it to be a positive experience overall mm-hmm. um, where it landed because if it, to me, it's about finding peace and contentment 
in the finite, mm-hmm. in the unknowing, in the uh, the inability for us to grasp true meaning and true reality mm-hmm. and the true hugeness of existence, um, that you can find peace and contentment and love and joy in that is, uh, for me, just the best. Yeah. So, yeah. Maybe that's why I came out of the film liking it less, because... I'm more of a... Because you're a cynic. (laughs) Yeah, because genuinely, because I'm more of a cynic, I'm more of a realist. What this movie showed me was... We'll have the realist conversation here in a second, but continue. Okay, sorry. Yeah, I maybe misused that. Um, But yeah, it's more that it doesn't matter, and if it doesn't matter, why bother? Uh-huh. So there, there is a lot of that of if why are we striving to do things if if the long in the long run mm-hmm. you're just a speck on the everything sure. bagel that ends sure. up being a bit of feces. Yeah, is it Epicurean? Is it eat, drink, and be merry mm-hmm. for tomorrow we die? Like, yeah, is exactly. It, you know, like yeah. is it pleasure is the only goal? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, like there, there are a lot of those conversations um, to be had, and in the move, the movie to me doesn't seem to be saying. It's Epicurean. It doesn't seem to be saying no. nothing matters, so just go seek out pleasure. That's mm-hmm. not. Uh, it doesn't seem to say that at all. Um, but uh, but yeah, it's it's definitely it's definitely an interesting one, and I I value anybody's you know perspective on it because yeah. again, I've just seen it once too. Uh-huh. There's so much going on, and and at the end of the day, as with the Matrix, uh, a lot of what you're going to take from it is unintentional too. Mm-hmm. You know, you're going to read oh, into sure. things that the yeah, director huh? never intended. Uh, you yeah. know, uh, I've heard the Wachowskis uh, talk about the Matrix in that way, and just mm-hmm. how many things people would pick up on. They're like, "We didn't. We, didn't we had do that, that was never intended." But that's kind of the beauty of metaphorical art, yeah. right? In, I mean, it's kind of the beauty of art in general. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you just, you, you look at it, you explore it, you listen to it, you use your senses to mm-hmm. experience it. And then it brings you an idea or an emotion or whatever. And where that comes from is kind of magic. It's kind of mystical. Yeah. Um, you know, so yeah, uh, I think this movie definitely plays in that playground. Mm-hmm. For sure. Yes, I, I always buckle at the realist thing as opposed to optimist because mm-hmm. you can be a realistic optimist. Like yeah, that's you, fair. realism isn't the opposite of optimism. No, no, no. Yeah. Yeah, no, that's that's yeah. fair. Yeah. So anyhow, that's it. That's just my thing. <laughs> that's just my thing. But the world is miserable, Aaron. So how can you <laughs> be right, optimistic right. and realistic? We're living in your fantasy world. Yes. Yeah, no. I maybe I am. Maybe I am in a fantasy <laughs> world. Uh this movie certainly is in a fantasy world. Heck yeah. Uh I don't know that there's really anything more. I mean, we could talk about specific moments, but like I think we've kind of mentioned all the ones mm-hmm. that we like. I think um Oh man, that mm, go okay, go on. Give me the the metaphorical um intent or leanings behind the butt plugs. <laughs> Oh, yeah. Well, I mean... That was an interesting scene. Well, uh, yeah. Again, we're dealing with that that character, right? Mm-hmm. Like, is the... Um, I mean, they're awards, right? Yeah, but they were awards, and then they were... They were being fought after because that was a way to change universes. Right. So, is that right. just straight-up comedy? Right. No, I again, I think a lot of it has to do with crassness. I think mm. a lot of it, there are times where she's fighting and her weapons uh, turn into dildos yes. or, you know, what, whatever it might be. And I think, I think a lot of that has to do 
with the movie making a point about humanness, mm -hmm. you know, whether it be our sexuality or our defecation or whatever the case may be, uh, in, in what combines those two uh, more. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah. But in that, that specific case, it's saying these treasured awards yes. that she has... In are, another are, universe. In another universe yeah. are meant in a totally different way totally. and to be, you know, shoved up the butt. Mm -hmm. You know, like that's, and I do think that's a specific choice. I don't mm -hmm. think that's just ha-ha no, butt no, plugs, ha-ha no. yeah, ha, so. dildos. I think it's specifically to make us feel uncomfortable with our mm -hmm. humanness and to confront yeah. the idea of, of what it means to be human. Mm -hmm. So, no, I don't, I don't think those are accidental choices. No, I just wanted to see a man get beaten up with a dildo. That's all it was. <laughs> It could don't be. Read into I don't that. know. I don't know. That's the <laughs> amazing part of this movie. And uh, yeah, this, 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 uh, this um, sip spoil may be the first that needs like a parental uh, warning. So. At the, Explicit at the top. consent. Yeah. Consent yeah. content. Yeah. 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 Um, so, uh, so yeah. Maybe, maybe you've already heard that warning. Maybe uh, we're we're living in the past and the future all at once. Heck the yeah. Multiverse uh, where I've already recorded the warning and you've already heard it. Uh, thank you for checking out the sip spoil. This has been one of my favorite sip spoils. Probably because this movie just like it lends itself. It to lends a itself deep discussion. to yeah, because you you have to talk about the specific stuff. Yeah, in it to really have those moments. Um, there's one. I guess I'll, I'll end with this because I think the most emotional I got during the movie was when the daughter reaches back out of the void. Mm -hmm. The mother grabs her, and then it pans back, and there's a line of people like pulling her out of the void and there is something about community that that yeah. seems to be saying that I really agree with that. Mm -hmm. I really love this idea that at our best we can team up to know what's more real or yeah. what's more true. Or if there is meaning, we're going to try to find it together because we're so finite on our own, but the more of us you add together, the more we can explore, mm -hmm. you know, the idea of what is real and what is true and what is meaningful. Um, and so there was this beautiful moment of community there, if I'm remembering correctly, um, that probably was the most emotional I got in the movie. Mm -hmm. I mean, I wasn't bawling or anything, but I, I, I was welling up with, yeah. oh, that's beautiful. That's really beautiful. Um, so, so yeah, anyways, we'll finish it there. Uh, and, uh, we'll be back next time we need to spoil something and we'll catch you then. Bye. Bye. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets or McCrispy sandwich. But you're the filet fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.